Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to revive for today's episode a conversation that we recorded about a year ago to celebrate Love Your Produce Manager Day. Alex Jackson is the Director of Sales and Procurement for Frida's Branded Produce, which created this special holiday. And in this conversation, Alex shares the origin story behind Love Your Produce Manager Day and how the company still works to engage, train, and support produce managers year-round. Some of the examples Alex gives really evoke that ideal supplier-retailer relationship, that partnership, um, and really kind of give, give perspective on the next-level collaboration that can yield so many benefits for both businesses long-term. So with that, we will go ahead and turn it over to our conversation with Alex. Alex, thank you so much for, for being with us today. We appreciate you taking the time and are really excited to talk with you about Love Your Produce Manager Day. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here and to talk about produce managers who, you know, we know truly change the produce department. So it's so great to get to talk to you today, Ashley. Well, thank you, Alex. And of course, our, our conversation on this really started a, a few months back. Actually, we're at the, the PMA Women's Fresh Perspectives event. And you were telling me a little bit about how and why um, Frida's actually started this day. It'll be 10 years ago um, when we get when we get around to April to have it again in 2022. Tell me a little bit about kind of the, the origin story of Love Your Produce Manager Day. Yes. So for our 50th anniversary, almost 10 years ago, which is April 2nd, we were trying to find ways to honor produce managers. And the story behind why produce managers is because Frida Kaplan, our founder, is known for introducing the kiwi fruit to America and naming it kiwi. And the whole reason this even started was because a consumer went into their local supermarket and had just gone on a mission trip to New Zealand and went to the produce manager and said, do you have Chinese gooseberries? And that produce manager said, I don't, and I don't know what that is, but I will, I will ask. And that produce manager went to the produce buyer at corporate and said, Hey, do you, can you source Chinese gooseberries? I have a consumer asking for it. And they said, you know, I just met someone who I think has it. And they go to Frida and Frida had just gotten some Chinese gooseberries, but she had never heard of. But she said when someone came to her from New Zealand with Chinese gooseberries, she says, I have a customer. They had just asked because a consumer asked their produce manager. And she was able to source the Chinese gooseberries for this retailer who could get it to the produce manager, who could get it to the consumer. And since then, Frida introduced and our company introduced over 200 products to the U.S. supermarket. And a majority of the time, it's because a produce manager listens to a request from a consumer. And without that produce manager, not only would we not have so many items in the produce department, but so many consumers would go to produce in their grocery store and not know who to ask and what to do. And the person that is the expert is the produce manager. And all of us in this industry, you know, we we can do everything we can to get that piece of fruit or vegetable to the store. But if the produce manager isn't invested, doesn't feel appreciated, isn't educated themselves on what that product is, the consumer's never going to benefit. So we've always trained produce managers. We've always tried to build relationships with them. So to honor them, to have a day dedicated to them, and it be the same day as when Frida's was founded in 1962 is something really special. And we get excited every year for it. 
Oh, that's fantastic. And you mentioned such an important word, I think, Alex, which is invested, right? Because that that produce manager who who sparked this uh, sparked the the kiwi revolution and and this day for you guys and all these different things. That was someone who was number one engaged in conversation with their shoppers, right? And then number two actually took that suggestion to heart, and even though it was a single person, thought. I, I'm going to follow this down and see what comes of it. And then the buyers who said, well, hey, you know, we um, we we had taken the the time and the initiative to to hear this this gal who's who's selling these different tropical items that we haven't heard of. But but now we've got a connection between the two. Right. And so the the power of listening, the power of conversation, like it's all demonstrated so well in that story. That is so cool. Yes. And to be able to educate produce managers on how to engage with their shoppers is also such a great opportunity because, you know, a lot of these produce managers, they want to work their way up through the company. They learn so much and they're in the best department in the store, of course. So, you know, why wouldn't they feel invested and they, they feel like they're really contributing to the success of that retailer. And so, um, to, whether it's as a vendor educating the shop, uh, the produce manager or working with the retailer on how they can educate their produce managers better. You know, it's really, if you invest in them, you invest time in them, they invest time in themselves and therefore invest time in the consumer. And this is all for the consumer, right? This is all to bring more produce and, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables to consumers' homes to increase consumption. So it is, it's, it's a domino effect, if you will. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned that that you guys at Frida's really want to support the the retailers in in training their folks and in educating them about different items. How have you guys gone about? We'll we'll start with like building those relationships and and ideally not just with corporate but with individual produce managers too. How have you guys approached that over the years? So it's so funny now that, you know, everyone is on Zoom, just like we are today. <laughs> and we used to do webinars. So I'd say one of my first jobs in at Frida's after college, I was 10 years ago this year. One of my first jobs was to host webinars. I can't even think about the platform we used. And, <laughs> you know, but it was like, it was Zoom in 2011. So it's yeah. just so funny to think how like you come full circle, but you know, 10 years ago, it was hosting a webinar with however many produce managers, getting them ready for a promotion and telling them this is the product. This is where it's grown. This is how you merchandise it. This is how shoppers are going to use it. These are the types of shoppers that are going to look for it. And if the shopper sees it in your store, these are the questions they may ask you. So we aren't just saying, here's the spec sheet. Here's how to merchandise it. Good luck. It's Here's kind of every possible thing that could happen. We want to prepare you. So it's been webinars. It's been in-person training. We have a proprietary training program that, you know, before COVID, of course, we would go in, whether it was with a whole retail retailers, produce manager team, or each division, whatever it is. Um, you know, we would do in-person trainings where we'd get them hands-on cutting the fruit, tasting the fruit, you know, describing it because we want them to feel comfortable describing what does a jackfruit taste like? What is a dragon fruit that doesn't have much flavor actually tastes like? Because that's what a shopper wants to know when they see a new fruit for the first time. Um, we were the first ones to do a Chinese new year promotion 30 years ago, I'd say maybe 32 years ago. And 
Um, you know, it was about, hey, you have shoppers who go out and eat at Chinese restaurants and you have space in your produce department this time of year, because this was before there were contra-seasonal imports of Chilean fruits. So in the winter, you have Asian veg. Let's bring in tofu and noodles and these other items to create a full Chinese New Year display. We're going to help you cross merchandise fresh with complimentary. We're going to do a contest. So we've been doing things like this to engage produce managers for many decades, and it's just evolved. And it's always fun to see how things come full circle because 10 years ago, we did webinars. Now we're back to doing Zooms. I'm leading a Zoom presentation next week for a group of produce managers going over top tropical fruits. So it's it's always fun to see how at the end of the day, the, the desire for education is still there. The desire for investment in produce managers is still there. And I think where, you know, retailers can really take advantage of that curiosity is a lot of people in our industry who are retail buyers now, they started as produce clerks. They worked their way up. And a lot of people who are coming into the industry now, they're college graduates, you know, coming right out of school, which is fantastic. And there are people who are working in the stores who still want to grow within that company, but the path may look different than it did 30 years ago. So I think reminding ourselves that that produce manager, even if the career path is a little different than it was back in the day, using air quotes, um, <laughs> that it's still so important to educate these people who are, who are going to be the reason your produce sales are successful. I love that you guys do that. And it's something that to me, like it, it especially makes sense. And it, I, I totally understand. And I love how you guys have been doing this for so long, probably from part of the mindset of like, Hey, we sell a lot of unique things. So it wouldn't be surprising if a lot of folks weren't as familiar with these things. But I think a lot of times, even with some of the more staple items, we kind of take for granted that, oh, people know, you know, exactly where the, what the process is for a potato or an onion or an apple, or, you know, even some of the common items. So I, I love that that's a part of it. It's super encouraging to hear that that's something that, um, you know, at, at least certain retailers are excited about and on board with and like want to use those res those resources that their supplier partner is offering because because that's the biggest thing right is like you talked about establishing those relationships like when you get it where you're really working together and supporting each other's goals I mean that's that's where the magic is right like that's what the produce industry needs more of exactly and a produce manager has so much work to do and they have limited hours they can't just work you know those of us who work in maybe an office setting and for salaried employee, we can work 12 hours to get the job done to make sure that for me, I'm, an, I'm the director of sales at Frida. So it's like, if my customer needs this, I'm going to put in the time. And a produce manager has that passion too, but they don't have that flexibility. They don't have... 12 hours to give to make sure their produce department looks perfect from peak hour number one to peak hour number 12. And so to be able to, when they are in the store to help them with, you know, the limited time they have, part of that is education. So when they put out, in our case, they go to the tropical section on the other side of the banana table, and they're putting out jackfruit and dragon fruit and kiwano and passion fruit. And they're like, all right, I checked the box. I put it out. I don't know what this is. 
I'm done for the day. And if it gets low, they're like, well, who else is going to buy it? I'm not worried. Because in bananas and apples and oranges, like that's, they do need to put that out. That's where a lot of the dollars are. So what, if we can help them either make merchandising easier, having the right signage so that a consumer can get their questions answered there without having to go track the produce manager down, interrupt him setting his broccoli and get him to, you know, him or her to get them to answer their questions. If we can help that, you know, process, we we want to do that. And we also know that even if there is a sign, there are still shoppers who love talking to their produce manager. They know their name. They know about their family. They know how long they've been there. So we still want to give them that option. So even if you have a sign or even if you have, you know, a, a destination sign, not just a point of sale sign, whatever it is, we still believe it is important that that produce manager can speak to this. Mm-hmm. So, um, So yeah, it's super important to, you know, to empower them and help them because, you know, resources are limited. Time is limited. So anything we can do to make their job easier, that's, what's going to make the the retailer more successful in the end. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned signs and I I thought that's, that's such a great point. Cause like you said, it's always wonderful to be able to have a real like Q and A around something with a person, but even the sign I think can be the, you know, the little extra product information can be so helpful. I went to a store once and they had this, it, it was a, a store opening in, in a community. And um, I don't know how much folks had, had had this, this item previously, beautifully displayed, you know, great product. And I, I just watched people kind of look at it with interest, but then walk on by because, you know, it wasn't something they used a whole lot. wasn't something they were super familiar with. And I thought, man, if, if there just could have been a little, you know, recipe tear pad or how to cut it or, you know, that sort of thing, like, I feel like that would have made a difference. And so I was curious for you guys, since, you know, that's, again, your guys' area of specialty, specialties, right? (laughs) But like, how, how have you found it, um, you know, um, made that, made that case and been successful, like getting that stuff in use. Cause like developing it and shipping it is one thing, but then making it actually out onto the sales floor as everybody knows is can be be tricky. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about execution and every retailer is different, no matter how big or small, no matter where in the country you are. And, you know, sometimes it's as simple as, you know, they send an email with a picture of where the sign goes, exactly how they're going to receive the sign and, you know, what size it is. I mean, all the information and it still doesn't get done. And sometimes it's as laborious as you're going to the top stores at that retailer and you are putting the sign out yourself. Like a Frida's employee is going to put the sign out. So it's a range. And I think what we find to be, you know, to have the highest rate of success is tie it to either a promotion or seasonally, you know, seasonal relevance or explaining, like it's explaining the why. If you tell a produce manager who has what I'm assuming over a thousand SKUs or more to deal with in produce, you know, they're like, okay, so let's say 5% of those have signs. That's still a lot of signs to worry about. Mm -hmm. If you explain the why behind it, if you say, Hey, 
It is Stokes Purple Sweet Potato Season. This is a new product for us, but during Thanksgiving, this is gonna be a product that increases your sales in the sweet potato category. So you're gonna see more sales out of your produce department if you put this sign up and build this display. And we want you to, to have the best sweet potato season this year for Thanksgiving. You know, this is how this is gonna help you. Frida's will be calling you to make sure, you know, you have get your questions answered. We can't wait to see pictures of it in the store. If you need a new sign, call us. Like, I think if you explain the why behind it and tell the produce manager what's in it for them, and then also say, if you have a question or if it's not working for you, call us or reach out to the vendor or, you know, access the sign here online and your, your print office in your store, you know, everyone has their own setup, but the, the sign person in your office can print that sign for you again. So, um, I just find that, you know, treat it, treat the situation as, as you would want it to be treated. If you were there, if, if you're a produce manager and you have a big arrival coming in every week and a, there's 10 signs and you didn't know they were coming, you're like, well, what do I do with these? Do they want me to put it out now? Do they want me to wait till the weekend? Am I supposed to build a special display? Did they give me a, a sign holder to put this in? Am I supposed to just set it there? Like there's a, a lot of guessing. And especially in our category, if it's a new item, a new way to merchandise. So the more information, the better. That's what we see is the most successful. I gotcha. Well, thank you for sharing that. I just, as you were talking about that, I'm like, oh, I think there's a super instructive piece in here, right? As, as people listen to this, because I know that's uh, that's always something that that I've heard over the years, and that you know, I'm I just see a huge opportunity in, right? Is like getting getting those resources from the the corporate folks actually to the store level to be able to help help those produce managers, you know, with the sales, because. Yeah, information is power, right? Like I, I firmly believe that. And so to, but getting it, getting it through the the chain of command and all the way down, and, and like like you said, letting everyone know it's coming. Like there's just a whole lot of communication that goes in. So that perspective is super helpful. Yeah, and I think you know something I'd like to add is it it can't just stop at the produce manager. You have other staff in produce, and you know empower that clerk who's never been in produce before who maybe doesn't know maybe they maybe they grew up in a growing family like a grower family maybe they do know a lot or maybe they don't maybe they've never thought about where their food comes from so they have you know these retailers and these seasoned produce managers have an opportunity to educate everyone in the produce department that works in it with them because that's when like you said not you know education is power knowledge is power and it's empowering so when you say i'm investing in you and i want you to understand how this works and if they say you know what that's nice but i this isn't for me i'm out then you're most likely going to know that sooner than if you wait and just let things coast and say, okay, I'm going to invest in you. And they go, oh, no, no, no. This is just like a job for me. Like, I don't want to be in produce. Like, I'm going to go work in another department, another company. And on the flip side, you get people who say, oh, my God, I've always wanted to know this. Like, can I learn more? Can I learn more? Can I do more? Can I help more? Can I, you know, contribute more to the success of this company? And so, it's not only power, but it's empowering. Absolutely. And so as, as we were talking about earlier, in April 2nd, 2022 will be the 10th Love Your Produce Manager Day. 
So tell me a little bit about some of the things that you guys have have done for this this holiday in in previous years, different in-store activations and, and different things you guys have done. So our favorite thing we've done in different iterations is encouraging consumers, whether that's other members of the produce industry, fans of Frida's, our family and friends of those of us who work at Frida's to say, hey, go to your store, go to your favorite store you shop at, go to your produce manager, whether you know them or not, introduce yourself, thank them for what they do, take a selfie or get a picture taken with them, post it, use our hashtag LYPM, love your produce manager. And, you know, you'll enter a contest and win a gift card for you and your produce manager. So we, again, many different iterations of that, but the reason that we love that so much is because it, you know, it gets everyone outside of their comfort zone a little bit to go talk to a stranger but also gets you to spark a conversation with someone that maybe you talk to a lot, maybe you don't, but to thank them and show gratitude. And I think in COVID, you know, we talked about frontline workers a lot and produce managers were frontline workers. They still had to go to work and make sure we could all go buy food to feed our families now that we were all stuck at home and wanting to be healthier, you know, so that we could live the healthiest lives possible during a really scary time. So I'm excited to see what we're going to put out this year, still in the works, but to honor produce managers, to recognize them and to make them feel even more proud. I have to imagine a lot of produce managers after this last year and a half feel so proud of what they do. And we want to honor that. So being able to to encourage people to go talk to their produce manager and to thank them something we love doing. We've done display contests. So, you know, working with different retailers to say, okay, we want to celebrate your produce managers, you know, let's do a display contest. And, you know, every produce manager that submits gets entered to be judged by like biggest display, best sales for that time period, whatever it is, win a gift card or gifts for their whole team. So again, the produce manager is the leader of a team. Whether they directly manage these people or not, they're the ones guiding the entire produce team at that store. And it's important to honor all of them. So we'll buy them lunch, take them to lunch. We'll, we've gotten, you know, one, one produce manager's like, can I get a new TV for the break room at our store? So we did that. So, you know, what, you know, some of them are like, it's not just me. It's not just my produce team. It's my whole store. Or, you know, I'm only able to do my job because my store manager's awesome. And so Like, we're like, yes, yes, yes. Everything. Yes. Because anything we can do to thank you for the work you do every day, um, we want to do it. So, and then we've also done, you know, different, you know, getting local news stations to go in and, and recognize produce managers in their community. That's something we also, um, have seen just be super cool because a produce manager, you know, there, some are shy and then some are very much like, look at my awesome store. I'm so proud of what I do every day. I love my shoppers. Uh, so it's always great to see the community come together. That is awesome. Well, as you were talking, I was thinking there must just be some amazing stories that you've heard over the years of what has kind of come from encouraging people to have those conversations and like realize what these folks do and the work that they put in. What are some of your favorite memories of, you know, stories you've been told that that have come from this? I think one of them was a produce manager. It was somewhere in the Midwest 
And it was, you know, I don't want to name the retailer in case they want it to be a secret or whatever. (laughs) So, but it was in the Midwest and we were doing a love your produce manager promotion. And I can't remember exactly the products, but it was, you know, a display contest. We put a stanchion or Iron Man sign in the department that said April 2nd, love your produce manager day, take a picture, tag us, email your photo, whatever. And this community of older shoppers. I think they were from the same kind of senior living home. Their shuttle would take them to this one store every week for their grocery shopping. And they all, you know, the same time every week. So they'd see that produce manager every week and talk to them. And they were able that week for love your produce manager day. They all went in together. They got their produce manager. They saw the sign. They brought balloons. They brought flowers. They took pictures and they like, I didn't want, I don't want to say they like threw a party, but they had like a mini celebration for him because they, you know, they valued him. They really wanted him to know how valued he was by them because I, you know, I've lived in neighborhoods with older consumers and you watch them say like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what my doctor says I need. I want to be healthier. Can you help me? I need I need assistance. And these produce managers who give that time, they, those are the people that make their, those consumers feel really good. So to see this community of consumers come together, they took a picture. I think the local news, like put it in the newspaper. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it was really exciting to see. Alex, I love that story so much. And I was just thinking, as you're kind of describing the scene at that store, that had to be like, not just a career highlight, but like a life highlight for that produce manager. You think there's so many people and, and produce managers, certainly among them, right? Who you go about your job and you, you try to do a good job because you care about the people you're serving. You take pride in what you do. Um, a lot of times there's not a whole lot of recognition, but but that's, that's not why people do it. Um, but when that comes and you realize that, you know, the care that you've been trying to put into something, it has had a positive impact for somebody and maybe not even just one somebody, but a bunch of somebody's, I mean, that's a powerful moment, you know, as you're describing that. And I mean, I'm super cheesy, like that darn near brings tears to your eyes, you know, it's just, it's such a powerful thing to be able to appreciate someone in that way. So absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I think in produce, you know, produce is hard business, no matter where you are in the supply chain, especially now, no matter where you are in the supply chain, it is tough, but it's, you know, we remind ourselves we're just selling fruits and vegetables. It's not that big a deal. The world's not going to end. However, it's also so rewarding. So that's why I think people in this industry care so much, especially about produce managers, because we all know how all where all this comes from. We all know how much work it takes to get all of that produce to the store. And for a lot of us in this industry, once it's out of our building and it's received by that retailer, we're good. We're like, oh, okay, next one. Yes. And there's so much more that goes into it. And when you can remember that there's a produce manager out there who's receiving your product, he's like, wow, this is beautiful this season. This is the best it's tasted in a long time. Wow, the fruit's so big or the fruit's smaller than I thought. Or wow, I love this new label. I can't wait to merchandise this. Like all of these, they, they have their own feelings. And that makes like, I know for me, 
I, you know, I've gone to so many stores and there's been days I've gone in and I introduced myself and they're like, oh, you know, I met Frida once at our conference for, you know, they brought all the produce managers to meet all the vendors and Frida came, or I got to go to PMA Fresh Summit and I met Frida at the booth. And that was a highlight for me. You know, they, they, they feel good when they get invested in and, you know, that is also a career highlight when even just their company says, come meet these vendors that you care so much for. Um, I love going to Fresh Summit, PMA's Fresh Summit, because wherever it is, so many local produce managers get to go. And, you know, some of the more local local trade shows in our industry, you have more produce managers there because it's so localized. So um, it's a reward for them. And then for us, we're like, wow, we get to meet these people. We get to ask them questions like, how is this working? Are you seeing better sales? Are you seeing it last long enough on the shelf? What could we do better? And I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'm the director of sales. I've managed many different accounts. People in our company will say, Alex, what do you think? I was like, I don't think I'm the best person to answer this question. Let's ask this account manager who works very closely with, with produce managers, let's go ask those produce managers because they're the ones that, that know the consumer better than we do. So we can guess all we want about what's going to work, what's not. But if a produce manager can also help guide us and we honor them that way, that's also going to make them feel so good and so invested. Well, and I love that because as everyone knows, the the produce supply chain is complex and there's a lot of layers, you know, not just in different parts of the supply chain, but within all the different organizations. And so to be able to establish more of a connection with those folks, you know, any occasion to do that and to take advantage, like you said, of, of their firsthand knowledge and expertise, like nobody else has that same perspective as that person and that store for that community, you know, so that is just, that is so cool. I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's amazing that you guys have already been doing this coming up on 10 years. And I'm, I'm super excited to see what you guys do for uh, the big, uh, the big milestone there. Yes. We're so excited. And especially because, you know, this year and last year was a little tough because of COVID. It'll be nice to see, you know, what we're allowed to do in 2022 to celebrate 10 years of love your produce manager day. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Alex, anything you'd like to add or anything you think we missed? No, Ashley, I just want to thank you so much for having me and for doing this and for, you know, starting this journey for yourself on, on how to help produce managers and help retailers help produce managers. I think what you're doing is going to be so helpful to so many people and is honoring a segment of our industry that is often overlooked. So thanks for having me be a part of this today. Um, And thanks for letting me share some fun stories about how awesome produce managers are. Well, thank you so much, Alex. That that really means the world coming from you. I so appreciate it. And um, I'm I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to, like you said, work with with that group and with suppliers. And I just like so many other folks who are, are passionate about this industry. I just see so much opportunity. Right. And and um, like you mentioned, those those produce managers do such a wonderful job and such a wonderful resource. And yet for many of them, there's still all kinds of cool stuff that they want to learn still. And so I'm uh, I'm I'm really excited to, to see how the industry you know grows and evolves in the coming years. And, and I think those folks are, are key to the success. And it's been 
so neat to hear about how you all have invested in them over the years and built those relationships. And I'm excited to see more like that coming down the pike. <laughs> yes, we are too. Thank you so much, Ashley. So that was our conversation again, recorded last year, brought back into our rotation today because I just feel it's incredibly valuable perspective from Alex with some excellent real life examples of how suppliers can support produce managers and be a resource for them. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again next week on the Produce Retail Podcast. 